Back at it again, Dougie Fresh. Look at that. Look, Sh- Cheyenne Woods. Hi. How are you? What's, What's up, Doug? I'm great. How are uh, you? I'm good. No, I'm good. You know, we got it. We got an interesting topic. We have an interesting topic this week. I'm not oh, even going to take it back. We're doing it on video now, so we can't edit and sound this fantastic. This is live, real I know. And raw. This is some BS. But it's okay, though. <laughs> it's not. Yes, BS. This is not birdies. Um, but look, as we've gone through this last year, this last era, this COVIDness, you know, socially distanced became a buzzword, buzz term, and golf kind of adopted it because people suck most places. And so being socially distant was something that automatically came with playing the game of golf. Just happened. But shot, we're starting to see some trends in the game. I don't know what you're seeing out there, but I do want to talk about a couple things. Want to get your take on what you're noticing uh, in this pandemic post pre, I don't know where we at right now, this vaccinated pandemic state. (laughs) Yeah. We're kind of in the unknown space of, are we going to have a normal life or are we going to stay in the house for another two years? I don't mind staying in the house though. Um, And that actually goes along with a lot of trends that I have been seeing is at home in the house training aids. Um, I think it's a trend that's going to stay because I think people are realizing that I can get a lot of work done on my game in the house and never have to go to the golf course, pay for golf balls or whatever the case is. But I I love the trend. I would have never thought that training aids was, I mean, it makes total sense. Yeah, I mean, you always see the people, you know, out on the range with their sticks and toys and whatnot. But obviously during quarantine, when you're stuck in the house, there have been so many companies that have just blown up because people need their golf fix at home. So whether it be a training aid or I've seen so many commercials for, I know it's expensive, but at home simulators, um, people are addicted and these training aids at home, I think, are just trying, are helping their addictions. I don't know. Yeah, one of the training aids I saw kind of boom was that that was it the perfect the perfect putter mat. That absolutely yes. just took off over yeah. COVID. I mean, I feel like everybody has one. Dustin Johnson's using it. I'm I'm using it. You got one. Mm-hmm. Like it's that thing's so. It, if we come out of this and people still suck at putting, they got it's there. It's on them. <laughs> no excuse. No it's excuse. On them. It's on them. <laughs> you know, one thing I've noticed, shot, and we've touched on it in the previous, you know, conversations, just you and I. But let's put it on here in Birdies Not BS. Is we're seeing the game kind of grow. That's a trend that I'm noticing. Is is the mm. growth of the game of golf. What I found interesting was uh, the National Golf Foundation put out a study that said more black and brown girls ages eight to 12 are coming into this game in numbers like they've never seen. Because they've never seen numbers. There were never black and brown girls that played before. And that's what we've been trying to do. You know, I never had the rep. I never saw the representation when I was growing up playing, but it's awesome to see that that is the area that the game is growing because Mm -hmm. we want to have that representation. We want to have girls out there playing this amazing game that we all love. You know, I'm concerned about, you know, and we're going to stay on topic, but I'm concerned that there may not be enough people to support this subset of people coming into the game because no one looks like them. That's like my fear. You know, it's like they need Cheyenne Woods. They need Ginger Howard, Shasta Everhart. They need y'all in the game to see and be able to touch. So I hope that's not a miss in this era because, you know, in 90, 97, we saw the tiger boom, 
men came into the game, but now we're seeing, you know, a different type of boom where young ladies are coming in. And I just, I just hope that more and more coaches at these first tees or wherever they're coming in actually look like, look like us. I think the one good thing about this trend that we're seeing is that, like you said, we had the experience of Tiger in 97 and people are wondering, well, what happened? Like, where did we go wrong to not have that influence have an effect on golf 20 years later? So hopefully we're learning from our mistakes 20 years ago, 30 years ago, yeah. to where now we can have programs and people and influence in place so that these girls, these young kids have the support they need to continue the growth within the game. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're going to touch on it later, too, you know, here in, in the fashion part of, of our show. But when we talk about golf fashion, I'm noticing trends and, and I want to be specific. I'm talking about the shoe trend, this whole mm. spikeless revolution. And I'll be honest with you, I got a couple pairs of golf shoes that I wear just like to work out and go to the grocery store in because they they fly, they comfortable. <laughs> but like it's almost like this this functional, you know, golf shoe era is being ushered in. I, I kind of like it. I love it because I'm always forgetting to bring like my slides or my tennis shoes for off the course. So if I've got to run into the golf, uh, run into the grocery store after my round, I'm not click clacking around and people are looking at me crazy in my, <laughs> my golf shoes. I have my, my air maxes on and I can just kind of like stroll in. Yeah. I had a guy pull me aside and ask me where I got them. Cause he thought they were tennis shoes. Um, and I proudly said that they were golf shoes. I would have paid and to see show to that show they like still that. look like, these good are, these coming off the golf course. <laughs> but it is a trend. They're comfortable. They're stylish. You can sneak off to a restaurant or a grocery store after your round, and nobody would know. What I like about it is you don't have to change your shoes in the parking lot. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 a lot of that annoys work. me. It's simple. That annoys simple, me. <laughs> simpler way of living, and that's all all we want. Yeah. But speaking of simpler and this is a not so simple trend that I've been noticing and I've never been a tinkerer, but in the, the days in the world of Bryson DeChambeau now, there's a trend of people tinkering with their iron sets, tinkering with longer drivers. We've seen Bryson try to get as much distance as possible. And now it's a trend. How can we get more distance off the tee? And a lot of people are going for the longer driver. What do you, what are your thoughts on that? It's you definitely so a trend, much... and, and it's here to stay. I mean, you you, there's different manufacturers that are trying to figure out how to make the tips of, of a shaft to stay as, as stiff as they can as yeah. they're adding more and more length. You know, the, the adage that the, the longer the arc, the more speed, the further you can hit it potentially with, you know, faster golf swing, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's one thing that we do know. It's been confirmed. Check the data. Shorter drivers go straight. Can't really argue that fact. It's just, that is reality. So the question I have with that trend though, is are we sacrificing, are we giving up accuracy in this quest for distance? And I'd rather play from the fairway than the rough, but I will say it's easier to play from the rough if you're closer to the greens. With a wedge in your hand. So there's yeah. that, there's that balance, that dynamic, but that's here to stay. That's a trend that's going to be here. But along with that, Shy, to kind of coincide with that is the tech, like the mm -hmm. golf technology, the, so much the launch technology. monitors, the, the applications that are, you know, following you around the golf course and telling you your stats. You know, <laughs> I saw a ring the other day that's supposed to work like Fitbit and all this other stuff. And it's like, 
Like the golf tech <laughs> space right now is nuts. That's insane. It's booming. Like you said, people with their home simulators, that's technology. Like people yeah. using tech and, you know, I saw I saw an app where you can like calculate your strokes gained without having to put in any data. It just oh my god! It uses the mic on the phone. They listen when you was hitting the shot, so it knows what? like whenever it hears the, the shot click and there's some type of movement in an area. This this I've seen it. It's nuts. I don't know about the phone, all that. The phone knows where you were, and will show you on 3D map that you hit a shot from here and it was here. The next time you kind so of congregate. So there's no cheating there. anymore, you guys out there. We're gonna right. know <laughs> that's, that's, that you had a six, right. not a five. <laughs> the a phone six. is gonna tell us exactly what you're doing over there in the woods. But it, it's gonna make golf way cooler, though. Think about like yeah. playing a tournament or member guest or junior event. If you can have your phone in your pocket and the phone's calculating all this stuff and and reporting to like a scoreboard or something. Yeah, like that's just live score. That's insane. You know, um, playing on tour this year, we have, well, I've played a few Monday qualifiers and even on the European tour, we have our phones as our scorecards. And after every hole, instead of keeping your score, you put in on your phone what your score is and it does go to live scoring. So there are apps that are now being, you know, integrated into tours mm -hmm. to where you're using your phone in the middle of the round and putting in live scoring leaderboards and i love it you know in it, section I mean, events they do that and different events you got to report to someone who has the phone yeah so i kind of agree yeah, with that more but tech tech and golf is not going anywhere because we're oh. all a bunch of nerds <laughs> we love the numbers and the gadgets and anything to help us gain that one or two shots. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy. Like there's so much going on, like, you know, the, and now we're in this green space in our, our society. So now different courses are trying to redo their chemical allotments to be greener, to be browner. You know, Brown is now the new thing in a lot of golf courses that really? you're going to run into. Yeah. Do you go play? You know, abandoned dunes and some other courses. Kind I of, do like how that looks. Like I always love yeah, playing Chambers Bay. playing Phoenix courses in the winter because you get that yellow, you know, burned out dormant yeah. grass, and then you get that nice green yeah. plush grass. It just looks yeah. so good. Oh, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm with that. <laughs> yeah, it's just I, I played a course um, in Martha's Vineyard, completely green golf course. They burn the um, clover. And things that grow in the in the fairways, oh, they actually burn okay. it out. They don't actually, you know, they don't come with chemicals to spray it. Wow. So there's like black spots all around the greens. They let animals graze out there to try to keep it. It's it, it's a phenomenal golf course, Vineyard Golf Club, and uh, it's, it's it's dope. Like I mean, but that just goes to show where we are in our society right now, Shy. It's it's yeah. something that um, we're all paying attention to. I know you're paying attention to it in your life, but it happens. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's so many trends in the golf world, it's hard to keep up. But one thing, too, that I've noticed um, this year especially is, shoot, I just had it on the top of my head. Oh, equipment. I was going to talk about equipment again because we play professional golf. You've played professional golf. Obviously, you see these guys attach themselves to contracts, mm -hmm. um, yeah. big contracts, signing you know, whether it's 10 clubs or nine clubs or 14 clubs to these companies. And now you're seeing more and more people cut that off and be what we call free agents. Yeah. And I think that goes to show the freedom of like, there's no one company that has everything right. You know, especially as an amateur golfer, we all have mixed bags. 
Um, but it's just interesting to see if professional golfers kind of turn down that big paycheck for the freedom to play what they want to play. And you know what? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expound on that, but I want to point to the, a, another trend that kind of makes sense to say now is, and that's the trend of custom club fitting. Mm-hmm. I think what we're starting to see is this rise of these club fitting companies uh, that have all these aftermarket shafts and they have all the brands that you can hit together and test together in an environment where you can see the data from the tech that we just talked about and you can make educated decisions. Look, one thing that people need to understand, especially me working in the custom fitting space, every club is great. Every club is good. Everything that is made is amazing. Mm-hmm. It might not be amazing for that individual. See, and that's where it comes down to the tour player. So if I buy XYZ driver versus ABC driver, what are the difference between these two? And if, if this one's better, but they're going to give me more money, do I want to earn that bread on the golf course or do I want to go ahead and take it up front? You know, that's right. the question to your point. And I, I, you know, you look at a guy like a Brooks Kepka, and Brooks said the hell with the money. I don't care about the money. I'll, I'll win the money on the course playing with the best equipment for me. Right. Exactly. You know, and you're not tied down to always every year put the newest product in. I know some guys, some girls out there that have Nike irons or woods from six, seven years ago that they know, just love that. and they don't want to replace. So I've, again, I've never been a tinker. I like what I like and I'm going to keep using it until it doesn't work for me. So I do really like that free agent mindset and just strategy of playing what works and not being tied up with a contract where you, you're being told what to play. And you're being told what to wear. You got to wear the hat. You got to play the ball. Like that's yeah. the thing. You got to play the ball sometimes. Like who wants to switch golf balls? Not right. that you've got a, a history with a ball and an equipment. Right. And, and I think it's an interesting point for amateurs as well, who think they also, they need a set of one company, you know, from driver to putter, I'm going to get, you know, everything. Whereas, We're interrupting this episode because Shy and I want to tell you about something that's changing the way that we practice putting at home. That's right. We use the Perfect Practice Putting Mat, which is trusted by more than 100 tour pros. Including Masters champion Dustin Johnson. Here's why he loves it. When I'm at home, I've got my putting mat that I can hit some putts on. When I'm on the road, I've always got one with me. You know, it keeps me consistent. That's why I've had such success this year. You can make the putts inside 10 feet, and you're going to play well. The perfect practice putting mat makes it easy for you to practice at the crib or at the office. Plus, it's kind of dope, too. Like, you can display it proud. Like, have it wherever you want to, but just use it before or after you're around, and you'll make more putts. If you're serious about shooting lower scores and you just want to stay in the house, the perfect putting mat is what you need. It's the one golf item you'll buy this year that will change your game. Go to perfectpractice.golf and use the code birdies not BS to save you some loot. Hey, you're going to save 15% on your order. Who don't want to do that? Head to perfectpractice.golf to start draining more putts. The reality is, again, you play what works, and a lot of times you play what works for your pockets too. Golf is expensive. Yeah. You don't need a full set of 14 clubs just because they're they all come from the same box, you know, the same company. You know, that just, used to be swaggy. Like when you, we were younger kids, like if you had every club true. in the bag match, when I was a younger kid and I saw that dude on the range, I either knew he had bread or he was really freaking good. That's or she, true. Or she. Yes. 
I knew that that, that was like true. the mark of a really good player was like, oh my, all my shit match. Yep. You know? And and now it's kind of the opposite. Like the the whole narrative is switched when it comes to it's like, oh man, he got this club from that company and this set of irons from this. When are we gonna see yep. a person that has a different iron in the bag with a different shaft? <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's like the next level. It's like I'm gonna that's play this. gonna be Bryson's next move. He's gonna be the one that just kind of breaks the mold and gets people. You know, my six iron is you know uh, my six iron's Titleist with this shaft, but my seven iron, I love this PXG seven iron. So I'm I'm gonna put this in here. That would be crazy. You know, now you tried this before it was a trend, but now more and more people have tried it. Now it is a trend. Armlock putting. Oh, I kind of tried it. You kind of, yeah, you, you tried it. <laughs> I went through minutes. a phase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's it's a thing. And I thought it was a phase. I thought it was something that, you know, I, I hear it's like going black. Once you go arm lock, you don't go back. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Because when I did try it very briefly, I loved it. I've always putted left hand low. I love just everything staying quiet, feeling locked in. Um, I love the trend. I love that it's going to stay. I've seen, obviously, we've seen a lot of guys on tour with success. Mm-hmm. Who is it? Matt Kuchar has been arm locking. Bryson. Forever Bryson. Uh, um, Webb Simpson revived his career. Yeah, it's it's crazy because once you get into something that works, you're confident. That's all it takes. You get the ball rolling. I'll tell you, I got two more trends before I bounce. You, got time <laughs> you are just so trendy today. Jeez. I, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm not that's the first time I've ever heard that. So let me just take a so moment. Trendy. Super trendy. Call me trendy. I'm not going to say the next word because that's a company that we don't <laughs> represent. So I'm not going to say, you know, I'm trendy golfer. Anyways. <laughs> um, I done forgot the damn trend as I'm trying to build Two it trends. up. Trends, man. I put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I was super swaggy and forgot my damn trend. But look, here's here at the end of the day, when we're talking about these trends and these fads and these new things that are coming out, you've got to try it and dismiss it, right? If, if, if wearing joggers is for you, then that's for you, you know? Shout out to Joe Hooks, who has his ankles out 100% of the time. Um, but that's his thing, you know what I mean? And I rock with Joe for that, but that's, that's the only person I can think of has his mm-hmm. legs out. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things where try it. If it fits on you, keep it there. If not, if the tech stuff ain't for you, you an old school person likes to pace off the sprinkler heads, do you. Keep doing that if that's what's been working. Um, I think what we all either have done or can do is get caught up, Shy. Have you ever been caught up in any of these kind of trends, like where you're like either testing out a whole bunch of clubs or trying a bunch of stuff and it's just not working out for you? Like how how have you managed to stay level? Um, I will say in terms of equipment, I'm not one to follow a trend. I'll try it, I guess, mm. um, just to see how it feels. But again, I'm not a tinkerer, so... I'm always hesitant to change something in my bag um, or even my swing if it's too drastic. Um, but in terms of apparel, you know, I will, I will try out a trend and see how it feels, see how it looks. But the one that I just can't get with is, um, you said, ankles out, joggers. That's just not my thing. Can't do because it. I don't mind passion. ankles. But the joggers, I don't know. I just... I feel like I'm wearing pajamas, which is comfortable, but I just don't think, I just don't think it's always flattering on everybody. Mm, and, everybody. you know, I like how you said that everybody. 
and I'm just not comfortable in it. So when you want, when you play golf, you want to be comfortable. You want to be confident. And I would much rather wear a nice little skirt or some pants. Well, there you go. Hey, I love that you talked about shirt and pants because we got a new segment right now. It's time for our brand new piece. We added it here on Birdies Not BS, and that's fairway fashion. So let's get right to it. So we have a brand new segment to Birdies Not BS. I'm super excited about it. Fairway fashion, where we're going to bring in a stylist, fashion correspondent, so that we know what to wear, what not to wear, what trends to follow. And hopefully you guys can figure it out too. But Doug, let them know who she is. Yeah, special guest with us, man. Saria Palmer was coming into Birdies Not BS. Uh, what can I say? She's all things fashionable. Look at this woman. She's absolutely fabulous. I don't know if that's going to work on the golf course, but look, Taria has been uh, a, my personal stylist off the course. So if you see me in golf clothes, that's me. But if you see me off the course and I look whack, it's her fault. But Taria, welcome <laughs> in here to Birdies Not BS. Doug, you'll look good. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited about this. This is absolutely. totally new for me. That's good. That's good. So we got to talk about it because right now, Cheyenne and I both know there's a there's this move in golf to be, you know, uh, what's it called? Lifestyle, right, Shaz? Lifestyle brands yes. where you can go to the courses and go to the bar, go to church, go to wherever the hell you want to go. Right. So right now, we need to know from you, like, what's, what's going on out there? It's springtime. It's after Easter. It's like, can I wear pink and purple now? Like, what's, what, what do I, how do I keep <laughs> my swag right? So I love that you mentioned pink because one thing that we're really seeing trending right now is color blocking with pink. So if you want to wear color like, blocking, let's stop. Here. Color blocking, color that's a good question. So color blocking is like where you wear two or three colors and you just wear those colors. So you'd wear like pink and orange Ooh. or pink and red. That's so that what works? Consider color blocking. That yes. works? Both okay. of those color combinations can work, especially I really love pink and red together. It sounds like Valentine's Day, but when you wear it, it's just such uh, an amazing look on the eye, right? It looks really good on. So, and it definitely would look good on the golf course. Yes. Yeah, so, that would. I'm just trying to imagine, okay, a pink shirt and a, a red skirt. Mm-hmm. I, I would I would try it. Or you could wear like a pink top and like red cropped pants. Okay. That's and you cute. you could even do like um, a pink shoe with it. So that's color blocking. Ooh, so see okay. how like your top is one color, then your pants are one color, and your shoes match one of those colors. Okay. All right. That's well, I'm going to try some blocking colors. Color blocking. Okay. Make sure. Doug, you, you're going to be rocking the pink and red and orange this season? I don't I don't Maybe. know. It depends on what Taria tells me to do. But no, Taria, what's, what's going on? How, how can we stay fly on and off the course? So this is going to sound crazy, but one of the ways you could stay fly on the golf course in the spring is to wear a sweater vest. Mm. They are trending and they're trending in a lot of ways. Like you could just wear your regular sweater vest, right? And have a cute crop pant. Um, or you can get like, for like women, you can get like an oversized sweater vest. Like say you go thrifting or whatever and you want to buy an oversized one and like belt it. And wear it that way. That's cute. I like yeah. that a lot, mm-hmm. actually. And, it's and have like a light V-neck underneath. Okay. Right, right. And it feels very golfy. Like it yes. doesn't feel like you're going, you're still like in line with like 
what's traditional for golf, but you're also like kind of pushing the limit a little bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I, I'm sure there'll be some pictures that pop up of these, but yeah. Well, so that's like super that. cute. I've been seeing that. Love that. Um, what else? Um, like monochrome. So that's like wearing one color. Oh, have, I love have y'all that. Seen that? Like that. from everywhere. Like she's talking about like Dustin Johnson on Sunday, child. You know, he got the, he wear the same color, everything, you know Head what I mean? Head to toe. I always think that looks so sharp, too. It just it is does. Clean. It looks super sharp. We saw, who did we see do that recently? Michelle Obama for the mm, inauguration. Remember yes. she had on that oxblood color from yes. head to toe. That's how so you like, know she is stylish. It was an oxblood. What the hell? It's not Michelle. Really, you know it's what color oxblood ox blood is. Blood. Well, <laughs> well, and Jill Biden's, um, Jill and Joe Biden, they're, um, see, I said Jill first, because ladies first. Um, their, their nieces and their grandkids, they all had on monochrome colors. They had, like, pink again. They had on, like, the pink coat and the pink dress mm. or, like, the beige coat and the beige dress. So, like, monochrome is really trending for both men and women now. Like the color that you're wearing, Cheyenne, that blue, that would be a, a perfect color mm. to do a monochrome look with because it's just so bold yes. and it would be like super sharp. So you could go out on the golf course with like a light, light sweater, like a short sleeve sweater, say in that color. Again, I'm loving the crop pants trend, like a blue crop pant. And, you know, you'd be cute. I love <laughs> well, that. When you say crop, dudes wearing crops, because like, I'm seeing guys yes. out here nowadays with their ankles out. <laughs> And like, yes, I don't that's know what how that I is, feel. Doug. That's having a... your ankles out. It's okay. Look, I just, Doug, I'm ashy. Like, Doug, I, get, I was about to say, Doug, you I try to can beat have you your to ankles it. out, but you got to bring some lotion. Cause... Y'all need a lotion sponsor. <laughs> Doug so needs a lotion sponsor. <laughs> I just feel like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this segment if if my ash is a topic of well, discussion. Well, you brought it up. We're just, you did bring hey, so, it up. So that's the thing, though. So we, we saw joggers last year kind of in golf to Rhea. Is that something that's here to stay or is that gone? What, where are we at with the crop? Oh, with, yeah. With the joggers, again, you'll see, I love joggers. And you know why joggers have gotten so big? Because of COVID. Like, people wore sweatpants yes. so much that, like, they translated joggers from, like, sweat joggers to other fabrics. And, and now people they're probably, just the same. People probably put on a little bit of weight, too. And probably. joggers are just yeah, comfortable for all They're flattering. That. They're comfortable. Y'all can't see me from waist down. I got on some joggers right in this moment. But- Listen, I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's you know, it's just like a, it's just like part of our culture now is this, like, this jogger look. It's very 90s, which is also in. So, like, you can get joggers in pretty much any kind of fabric, any kind of, like, bold print okay, that okay. you want. And, okay. you know, pair them with just, like, a plain shirt. And, again, it's a stylish look that doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't have to break the bank. And it also just looks good. It just looks cute. Well, Taria, thank you so much for stepping in here and talking about a little fashion, a little swag. Get your swag right this year. Hey, right here, Birdie's Not BS. We're going to have Taria on here reoccurring so that we can talk about fashion, so we can keep you looking right this season on and off the course. Taria, we appreciate you, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you. Hey, yo, shout out to Taria Palmer for coming in here, holding us down, trying to get our swag right. Shy, I think she's going to have some people looking really fly this year. I'm glad we added that little segment in, man. It's going to be dope. I'm so excited about that, because I'm I'm over here taking notes. Like, what can I ask Nike for? Because... Sharia told me that I need to wear this on the golf course. <laughs> yeah, you need some monochrome on some yes. uh, 
whatever From color, color blocking, blocking. I, yes I, all this is all it. new information but you know what i'm gonna have to order some like hats to match my socks and like shoes and switch it all up i don't know about the pink with the purple though or excuse me the pink with the red i eh, huh. i'm gonna, I'm gonna see you do that you first don't knock it till you try i'll try it i will definitely try it. if nike's got some of those colors you know in the the lineup this season you'll see me rocking it all right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, listen, subscribe, follow Birdie's Not BS, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Sean knows the URL. Uh, Birdie's Not BS.com. You caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> Birdie's Always. Not BS.com. Um, and obviously, social media. You know where we're at. You know where we're at. So, yo, we'll holler at y'all next week. Holler.